Fantastic. We are back. We are back. Welcome back to the cutting room floor. I'm Dom. I'm Jamie. And today we are going to be pretty much just breaking down across the Spider-Verse. And obviously we're going to have to get into into the Spider-Verse too. Because of course, you know, we both saw these films. We're both very excited. We were very upset when it was delayed because it came. We're four (laughs) days apart our birthdays, and it was supposed to come out like right in between there. So it was gonna be a nice little birthday gift for us. And they said we're not ready for you. So I was very sad. And maybe they weren't ready for us. They weren't ready for us. Yeah, I don't know if I was ready for this, man. (laughs) Yeah, really, it was worth the wait. It was definitely worth the wait. Um, As you're gonna hear probably in our enthusiasm we like the film okay we did we're just gonna say that right yes, now if you it. haven't seen the film don't watch don't listen to this this is we're gonna spoil it we got it we, we're gonna get into it so if you've seen the film this is definitely something for you to listen to you'll enjoy so how do how you want to get it into this how do you want to start it out uh maybe we should set it up with uh context from into the spider-verse yeah, go ahead, jump into that. Okay, so Into the Spider-Verse, for anyone who has been in a coma for the past almost five years, five years yeah. came out in December, actually around my daughter's birthday, yeah. in December 2018, because we went for her birthday to go see it, and it was... That's a great gift. See, yeah. She got that. She, yeah, yeah, she <laughs> got it, and we that, got, but, we she got she screwed got over, but she got it. Sorry, she's a good kid. And she'll always have that, yeah, which is terrible. Will. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> she can hold it over our heads. <laughs> I've had some good ones, man. I had The Departed. I had ah. The Social Network. I've had I had a couple good ones. Oh, around my uh, Joker came out early October. Oh, yeah, Joker. I saw that on my birthday weekend as well. The right? first oh, Venom. This. Yep, the first Venom, that yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. So it few. hasn't been a total waste. Yeah, October is a great month for it's, releases. Actually, it's just a great month. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, so 2018 saw the release of Into the Spider-Verse, which introduced to the masses, because obviously comic book people knew of Miles Morales for at least seven years and four months before that. Mm-hmm. It released to the masses the concept of anyone could be Spider-Man. I think that, I think that's the most basic way to say it. Yeah. And that Spider-Man isn't necessarily uh, who's under the mask. It's how they handle the, pa- the great power and the great responsibility that comes with and I, oh, I think you hit that perfectly on the head because I watched uh, Into the Spider-Verse after... I watched Across the Spider-Verse, and Peter Parker says something to Miles, and he's like, Miles starting to tell him, hey, with great power comes, and he's like, don't you dare finish that line. Yeah. And I think you're exactly right. Anyone can be Spider-Man. Yeah. And obviously that's all over the film. But go ahead and go on, my bad. So it's it's the story of of a young, uh, at the time he's uh, in junior high, and he's in a, a special school, and not like, <laughs> you, you, you know, not like IU thirteen special, yeah. let's say. But he he got picked in a lottery because they they allude to it in the film, but in the comic book version, it actually has him being picked, and his number when he was picked was forty two. Mm-hmm. So forty two is actually like a running theme number through the film and the comic that inspired the film, and and across the Spider Verse. So. So he got picked for the school and he doesn't like it. So he's kind of fighting against the system in the beginning 
a little teen angsty against his parents wanting him to go and against him being there because he feels like an outcast because he's you know half half black half puerto rican and you know it seems like there's a mix of kids there but he just feels out of place because he's uh, he did say the name of his school but he's in brooklyn Mm-hmm. So I can't remember the name of the school. Yeah, Brooklyn Central or something like something that. Like is, that. Is, is where he went before, and he wants to go back, and he's only been there two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fresh in there. And, you know, when he gets there, he rebels, you know, in pretty much every way he can without stepping over the line too much. You know, yes. like, like there's a scene where he takes a test, and he answers every question wrong on purpose for a 50-50 true or false, which for a guy who's this smart is pretty dumb because obviously someone would know you you would accidentally get some right. Yes, if you say it yes. was 10 questions, you'll get at least four probably if you're just guessing. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, clearly he knew the answers and answered them wrong, so they would be like, hey, you don't belong here. Go back to your little poor man school. Yeah. So he does all, you know, he comes to class late and, you know, stuff like that and, Obviously, he's got he's got a good relationship with his parents, but just like with any teenager who's growing up, they always feel like their parents don't understand them, and they're they overbaby them. And his parents, I won't say they're overbearing, but they are very much want to be involved in his life and yeah. what's going on, and, and they know, want better for him. They do, they, and and, and they work hard. For they it. work hard for it. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and just like from where he comes from, of course, any parents like that, like you said, he's black and Hispanic. They're going to want that for their kid if they can provide that. Yes, yes. And his dad is busting his tail doing police work. And, you know, obviously he picks him up. And the first one, he picks him up and he takes him to school. And he has the whole thing screaming, I love you. And he's like, you're going to say I love you to me. And he screams yeah. it on the megaphone and embarrasses him. And, you know, he thinks his dad is embarrassing. And he thinks it's embarrassing that he's a cop and all that. And obviously he's going to find new respect for what his father does later on you know once he starts fighting crime in his own ways you know what that that montage when he's in school you know what it reminded me of in homecoming spider-man homecoming when peter is in school waiting the clock out yeah and and i liked how it reminded me of it but in a way that like miles is waiting his time out at the school Mm -hmm. like in instead because he doesn't have powers yet so in a way he's a lot like peter parker but still different because he's i don't want to say he's smarter than peter parker because they always make peter parker out to be a computer genius yeah, anyway. they make him out to be extremely but, intelligent but he's uh he's smart in a different way because it seems like i, I want to say he almost seems like more like english based because it's the great expectations thing yeah they, yeah, they always wanted to write essays and stuff ve- it is very great expectations like yeah in a way so and i don't know if he's like sciencey or or, or if he's more or he's, know, or he's he's always, artsy because he's an artist he's both of them because i yeah. mean he does he is often talking about quantum physics and and all kinds of weird he, stuff he, i don't he, he's in the new one he's talking about it though yeah but he's talking about it because he wants to go to different worlds but obviously <laughs> smart enough to understand it because that's true you're, that's true you tell me this you just told me a bunch of stuff that did not compute so, yeah that's true <laughs> you know I, I i would do zero with that information you give me so yeah he is obviously very intelligent but he is very artsy like you see he has the they have the sequences with him listening to his music and drawing his pictures yeah and clearly he's very talented in the art game and one thing i really love is 
his role model in Into the Spider-Verse is his uncle, who is also an artist. And they go out and they do late night tags, you know, going out to hidden spots. And it's real cool. And obviously, one thing we're going to get into is the art style in this in both yeah, of these yeah. films. But, you know, that's who he looks up to because he relates more to him. He's an urban kid. He's growing up in Brooklyn. He wears Jordans to school. He's not your average Peter Parker. He's not this nerdy, dorky kid that yeah. people push around. He's a cool kid. He's a kid that people would look up to. So he is a different kind of Spider-Man in that way. But nonetheless, him and Peter Parker are extremely similar in almost every way beyond surface level. So that's one thing I do like about Spider-Man. And he loses his uncle just like, you know. Yeah, just Peter. like Peter Parker yeah. did. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, they are very similar in a way, but they don't feel the same when you're watching them. And yeah. especially when you see the other adaptations of Peter later on in the film, they really don't feel the same at all, but they but they do at the same time. And it's done so well in these films. And it's one of my favorite aspects is seeing Peter and Miles go through and learn from each other. Yeah. And even the first Peter that they show that... Uh you know, my, my man crush, Chris Pine. Love Chris Pine. Is his my voice. guy. I'm, I'm and, so sad he wasn't in it and, more. And and honestly, believe it or not, because I, I was rewatching the beginning of Into the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. like the first maybe 40 minutes, and that's like the first half hour, you know, is the setup of Miles and his family dynamic and his uncle, mm-hmm. and then he gets bit by the spider, and then he ends up going back to find the spider, and that's when he stumbles upon Spider-Man fighting... The Green Goblin, the Prowler, and Kingpin. And he actually gets to talk to Spider-Man. And I realized that Chris Pine might actually be the perfect version of Spider-Man because he reminded me a lot of Deadpool. Yeah. The the way he would talk and quip and, yeah. yeah. But that's how Spider-Man is in the comics. Yeah, so it's like he's so, a he's a quippy guy. Yeah, that's why I always love Spidey. He next to and, Iron Man for Marvel, Spider is my guy. And that's why Deadpool actually ripped off Spider-Man, like that that aspect of his uh, character. I mean, even look at his look. Yeah, it's yeah, very similar. His yes, yes, very yes. Similar. So so watching it, I'm like, they finally got Spider-Man right, and then they kill him. And then they kill him. Then they kill him, and he's like the perfect Spider-Man. Like I love the part. With the Green Goblin, when he's... The Green Goblin has his, like, talons and his claws on Spider-Man. And he's like, hey, Norman, what's your thoughts on head trauma? <laughs> yeah. And, and then the, the piece of the ceiling falls on his head and knocks the Green Goblin out. And he's like, I tried to warn you, pal. <laughs> that's very... Yes, that's yes. very Spider-Man-like. Yeah. And, but his delivery is just perfect. Yeah, it, Chris Pine... <laughs> he don't get enough credit for the work he does. No, I we really talked about him before, we, we but about it's him before. But you can't talk about him enough. You can't. He's the man. <laughs> he he is. is the man. He and is. I talked to Core about that show, and she was like, "Bro, definitely watch it." So yes. I am gonna get on. Okay, Only six yeah. episodes, I can do it. Yes, I, that is. I am the night on I Hulu. Am the night. I'm gonna get on. Yeah, that. yeah. But yeah, he is really a perfect depiction of Peter. Yeah, and you can see when Miles meets him. He's mesmerized right away. Yeah. And he's like, man, this dude really is that cool. You're right, because he's watching him swing around. Because he's like, I just got to go destroy this yeah, thing real quick. Yeah, be right back, buddy. And he's doing all these crazy gymnastic circus-like things. And even I was in awe. Yeah. And <laughs> and, let, and let's talk about the moves real quick. Because yeah. one thing, we're, we're I'll just want to pivot a second. We'll get back into the story. Because that's a good little splitting point. This is an animated film. And... 
when I did my review, one thing I was all in all about was the animation and how it can break rules. Yeah. So much cool stuff can happen in an animated movie because it doesn't need to make sense. If a dude's flying, swinging fast, spinning around, it's just all cool. Yeah. Because it's not like, oh man, in live action, everything needs to look and feel real, especially when you're using CGI. So, yeah. And I think we're all spoiled to the point where we do criticize stuff in live action even though we know it's not real yeah yeah and it couldn't happen at all it couldn't happen at all yeah but we're still like this looks so fake yeah you know and we like like we rip on morbius all the time we do it looks horrible but i don't know if you saw my comment to your video i didn't see yeah what did you say okay just really a quick aside because dom did do a a a review of across the spider-verse and he said something interesting he said that sony is like setting the standard that marvel and dc need to follow Mm mm-hmm so my comment was quite simply something to the effect of like now I'm just waiting for Into the Morbius first, <laughs> <laughs> which would be a twenty times better movie. It would be. I mean, if Morbius was animated, that movie would have been actually well, that would have been, been amazing. It would have been amazing. It would have been amazing. It would have been, been yeah. If Sony would have made Morbius like they made Into the Spider Verse, Spider-verse. Spider-verse, Morbius would probably yeah. be just as good. But but see, just really quick, I'm sorry, but you made me realize what one of the points I was thinking of then. All these villains, then there's multiple versions of them. Yeah. So they could theoretically be like into the Goblin verse. Yep. Into, into the, the yeah. Morbius verse. Whatever into the, verse. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Which is yeah, crazy. Yeah. That would be. That, yo, man. We See? might have to call up, uh, <laughs> make some phone calls. Yeah. Man. You could write some of them. For, yeah. You know, you, you know the source material enough and, to write some of this and stuff. And we could just spitball ideas and come up with. Yeah, stuff, bro. Man. Yeah, I would just you know throw out some crazy stuff. You know, and, I'll be more and it's an animation. Anything eye. could happen. Anything could happen. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. the animation in this film, it's like it's like literally it's like stepping into a comic book. It's yes. it's like nothing I've ever seen for an animated hero film. Like obviously DC has made tons of great animated films. Yes. But the but, the budget but always, ain't there. And it's always like a specific style. Yes. So so they don't vary like the this yeah, film. Yeah, this film and because you're going to different verses and things like that. You get all these different art styles, but they blend it together so nicely. I mean, when you got $90 million to make an animated film, you can make something great. And, hey, even Pixar needs to take a look at uh, these films because guess what? They made these two movies for a combined less than $200 million, and, you know, they made a combined almost a billion dollars. Yeah. So... And Into the Spider Verse is gonna probably finish with around I'm thinking 600 million because it's already over 400. Oh, the across one. The I mean, one. across yes, yeah, across yeah, the Spider Verse yeah. is probably gonna finish with around 600. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, you're right. That'll be over a billion. Yeah, both we're, we're going, yeah, yeah, they're probably gonna hit a billion for under 200 mil. So yeah, man, P- Pixar's they spending Marvel budgets on yeah, movies now, are. you know. So and I know this animation costs a lot and takes a lot of time, but man, Sony really. They figured something out with this. And they invented the new, that style. Yeah, they made a style. Yeah, because Intergalactic, that uh, Kid Cudi film. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. I really like that one, too. Yeah, yeah, just the art style on that was great, too. Guys, I'm telling you, for animated fans, 
you gotta you gotta really sit down and, and respect the guys who make this stuff and yes. put this together. You know, we always praise actors, directors, but these guys who worked on this art—they are—they get A pluses across the board. This stuff looks insane, man. The fight sequences in here, like when he's swinging around, jumping through verses and stuff—it's just—it's insane. It's nuts, guys. But anyway, so let's get back into. Oh yeah, it. so so just to we'll, we'll just recap the first one really really quick and go into the second one. Mm-hmm. So uh, Spider-Man dies. He has smiles to finish the job that he started, yeah. which is destroy this collider, which is opening up portals to the multiverse. And so what happened, uh, Spider-Man saw what was going to happen, and when that occurred, different Spider-Man from different universes came into this universe. So since Miles was already bitten and had the spider power, he ends up uh, accidentally finding an older Peter Parker, uh, Gwen, he finds Spider-Gwen, and, you know, uh, things happen, blah, 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 there's Spider-Noir, there's the man. Peter Porker, the spectacular Porker. Spider-Ham. Hilarious. You know, there's uh, Penny Parker, who's like, uh, I think she's Japanese. She's like so an anime. An, an I was like, anime. she's like an anime yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, so, so she has like a robot Spider-Man that her dad built. It's like a mech suit. Yeah. So, so they end up uh, combining forces. Uh, this is going to be a really condensed version of just the first one. They combine forces and destroy the Collider. And now Miles is the only Spider-Man in his Earth because he helps send the other Spider-People back to their universes. Now, at the end of the film... Before that, okay, though, we got we to gotta tell him. Yeah. He does figure out that his uncle is the Prowler. Oh, that's right. His uncle is the Prowler. The Prowler, who is a big villain in this with, film, who yeah. works for Kingpin, who is the main villain. And Kingpin's motives... Aren't bad, no, but it's they're selfish. But they're selfish, yes. But I, yes. but you can understand why a man is pushed to this point. So yes, you know. But the prowler works with him, and his uncle does die. So I just wanted yes. to make sure that, that's, that's true. That You're right because the prowler is very important. Because going back to Spider-Man: he's, Homecoming, he's, mm-hmm. Aaron Davis was a character in Spider-Man: Homecoming, played by another actor we love, Donald Glover, the man. Now. Yeah. The scene where they first introduce Miles' uncle in Into the Spider-Verse on his TV is a scene from Community mm-hmm. when they show them waking up and Donald Glover's wearing the Spider-Man costume. Dude, because you know he wanted to play, he Miles, wanted to Morales play Miles Morales so bad. Yes. <laughs> they actually have it in the movie on the TV screen in I his uncle's apartment. I never noticed that. I'm going to have to... Incredible. The details, man, are yeah, amazing. I'm gonna watch that later again. Again, you know, I just watched it. So, watch again. At the end of Into the Spider Verse, there's a uh, an end credit scene where we're introduced to Miguel O'Hara, Spider Man 2099, mm-hmm. and he's trying out this this bracelet that I guess he just invented or his like computer uh, AI thing invented that allows him to travel to different verses, and he travels to like I'll say like Spider-Man 67 because that's the old cartoon mm-hmm. and he and it's that pointing the Spider-Man pointing at himself meme <laughs> and it's so it's like Spider-Man 2099 in that style and Spider-Man 67 they're pointing at each other and talking and that's how the film ends but it actually sets up across the Spider-Verse yeah it sets it up perfectly actually and going into across the Spider-Verse uh, it jumps right in 
and you get you get a little bit of story from from your girl Gwen. Gwen, yes, young Gwen. Because Miles and Gwen have an attraction. They do. They do. And they, and they, you know, it's almost like they got a little force bonding going on. Uh, sort of, yeah. <laughs> or, or like Sylvie and Loki yeah, and Loki. Yeah. Because they're know, sort of the same. They're but from pretty much the same. Dimensions, right? Is I'm like, their, their backstories are similar. I'd say Gwen's is a bit darker. It is, um, yes. Because, you know, like, Miles has his parents. They love him. It's it's happy at his Well, his Miles is life. an anomaly. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, and So that's why. Yeah, that is true. And and look, I, I, I have to point this out because Felicia points this out a lot. She doesn't like uh, things that represent uh, families in a bad light. And, like, into the Spider-Verse, Miles has both his parents. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I know that sounds ridiculous, but think Peter Parker, his parents are dead. Mm-hmm. So he only had his aunt and uncle. Yep. And, and like, a lot of things you don't normally see, like, a healthy, functioning family, but Miles actually has that nurturing mother-father uh, balance. You know, you're right. And if you think about most heroes, outside of maybe Superman, who else really had both their parents? And he didn't even have his real They, they parents. were his adopted yeah, parents. He yeah, he had... He had two good parental figures, yeah, but he didn't have his real parents. Yeah, you look, know, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne lost his parents very young. Yeah, what, what does yeah. he do on Mother's Day and Father's Day? Cry. That's what he does. bro. That's what he does. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, Tony Stark. Yeah. Lost his dad. Yeah. Yeah. And know? his mom. And his mom. That's what, like, yo, yeah. Uh, all these dudes. Even I mean, even, even the Flash. The Flash. Yeah. 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 I, yo. So most most heroes stories oftentimes are set up through a tragedy and a lot of times it's through losing parental figures yeah. so mile you're right Miles he's well is, adjusted he is well adjusted and, so. and maybe that's why he's so relatable because he actually is like the most probably the most normal spider-man he is he is definitely probably the most normal has the most normal life yeah it goes through the most common teenage tropes that we go through in life yeah and that's what the second one really focuses on and that's what i really appreciated about yeah. that film once you do get into miles's arc we we could skip over gwen's arc yeah um it's not that i didn't like it it's good i just wanted miles man yeah, i just wanted yeah. miles i like miles's arc a lot more he's just miles yeah. is fun and funny gwen's arc was kind of depressing i was like man it, it shows her motivation though. it does yes it's it's necessary yeah. I, i'm not saying it's not necessary it's absolutely necessary for the plot and for what's going on and yeah. it does set up really nicely especially going into the ending and when you see her go back and they do jump back into her story a little bit it does make sense and flows with the film well i just love miles and seeing miles that's just me as yeah. a fanboy yeah you know, but no, not me as a movie critic what do you think of his suit redesign Oh, I love it, man. Yeah. I think it looks freaking great. He looks slick, man. Yeah, yeah. I love his suit. He has my favorite Spider-Man suit yeah. of anyone. I mean, I do love Noir Spider-Man because, you know, I'm a black and white Oh, and Spider-Punk. And Spider-Punk yeah. is, uh, you know, we'll get there. Yeah, we, when yeah. we talk about the characters, we're, we, we yes. got to talk a little bit more about the start of it because we gotta we'll get there because yeah. i'll go on and on about and, the characters and and that's why i i just kind of skipped over into because some of the characters overlap they do so so it's just to know that you know they kind of formed a team worked together got to know each other and then split apart and it's a year and a half later or yeah, 14 months later something or something like that it's definitely a little older yeah here. yeah miles grew a lot yeah he, he did. got tall he filled out you know he looks definitely starting to get into his man frame that kid might be like six two or three yeah when it's all said and done because he looks pretty tall now and he's only 15 yeah 
So, so you you enjoyed um, Jason's Jason Schwartzman. Oh, he's the man. Yeah, he plays a villain called the Spot. So, <laughs> do, do you want to explain? Because because this happens early on. Because yeah. when we're introduced to Miles again, his parents are waiting. And is a guidance counselor? Some like, it, it seems like some kind of like a parent teacher conference type yeah, of thing. Yeah. It seems like they're trying to get his future set up and yes. start thinking about college and stuff like that. Yeah, it start, like, start no, planning. Planning. It's that kind of school where I guess they do like probably later on in his junior and senior year, it seems like he'd be able to take college credits. College credits and, and stuff, do stuff yeah. over the summer, yeah. Yeah. I mean and 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 he really doesn't understand the opportunities being afforded to him because this is a school that like Man, you know how awesome it would have been to to go to a school like this is gonna literally set you up to be successful in life. Yeah, if you take this serious and you do have the intelligence and talent, you you go to this school and you're probably gonna be okay. There's a ninety percent chance. Yeah, you and they're gonna okay. make sure you're okay. and they're gonna make sure you are. Yeah, yeah, because. This is a type of school that they charge money for you to go to. <laughs> yes. So if you're paying good money, you're going to need a reason to be paying good money. So, yeah. And he doesn't really realize that. So his parents are waiting for him, and they're like, oh, of course he's late. And they're, you know, playing it off, being silly with the uh, counselor. And, of course, Miles is out being Spider-Man because if yeah. you're 15 years old and you got these abilities, you don't give a damn about no little meeting. You want to run around acting a fool. Yeah, and I do the true. same thing. Yeah, so yeah. I can't blame Miles for this. But, of course, like I said, he's a kid and he doesn't understand this now. But me being older, I do. So Miles runs into the spot who is robbing the ATM of a convenience store. And the spot's powers is he literally has these black spots on his like white blobby body. And these spots kind of open up like portals that can kind of transport you from one spot to another. Yeah. So what was he trying to like get inside the ATM? Yeah, he was trying to get into the ATM just to take the money. Yeah. Because he can't get a job because his, the accident that created him was the, them stopping the collider in the first film. Yeah. And so now, yeah, now he's all effed up, and he looks yeah. terrible. He can't, so he can't get a job. work and make money. And what I love about what Jason Schwartzman brought to this character is he's a funny guy. He brought the humor, and he's got some yeah. funny jokes like "Just let me rob you." Yeah, and he's yes. very amateur at this. And, he doesn't and, know what he's and, doing. And when he has the bat, he's like, "There's no reason to bring wood into this." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? And like, it's like this, he's really awkward, and he's just like. I can't do anything else. Yeah. And it's, it's like a necessity for him. Yeah. And you kind of feel bad for him because you're like, man, this dude, I mean, look at him. You yeah, know? It's like, yeah. yo. And he's making yeah. you laugh because, like, this is how your average person would be if this happened to them. He's yes. not this cool, slick villain with these cool lines that make them all tough yeah. and badass. He's no. not the Prowler he's or the King Prowler or King Prowler. Yeah. None of those type yeah. of villains. He's a very. Uh, it's my first day on the job as a villain. He's like, I'm not even really a villain. I'm just really trying to get some bread to eat. Yes, and yeah. it's hilarious him attempting to get into this ATM because he's screwing up royally. And, of course, the guy notices, like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, bro, don't worry. It's not your money. It's the bank's money. Yeah, and he's, yeah. like, trying to justify all the reasons he's stealing this money. And Miles comes into the store to get, what is he, coming to get a snack or whatever? A burrito. A patty or, yeah, yeah, something like that. And... Of course, he sees the the spot being silly, and he's looking at him like, well, this will be easy because this guy doesn't even know what he's doing. Yeah. But he does find out quickly that the spot's powers are very strange, and it's going to be a little bit harder than he thought. Yeah. So they're fighting each other, flying through these 
portals, and he's kind of getting beat up a little bit. Yeah. Because he really is kind of getting hard to adjust to the situation. But eventually, of course, he does adjust. And he does come out and get to the meeting. But the spot was, I think, a very interesting, cool villain. And something different than we don't get these days. All the villains in these MCU movies and these DC movies are these just insanely evil, hard-nosed, like, tough, crazy freaking guys that you just can't relate to at all. And the spot's oddly relatable. You know who else was? Michael Keaton as the vulture in Homecoming. I keep going back to Homecoming. Oh, yeah, Michael Keaton Because he only did what he did because, like... Tony Stark and Damage Control put him and his guys out of work. Yeah, yeah. So he had to make money for his family. Yeah. That was his motivation. And it's like, I got to use the abilities I have afforded to me in my situation to do what I got to do. And yeah. obviously, all I can do is kind of crimes because who would hire me? Yeah, And if exactly. you see the movie when you see the spot, you'd be like, I probably wouldn't hire this guy. Yeah, not so, at all. So I don't know what I'd hire him for. I'd be like... I don't know what I'd use you for, bro. I'm sorry. When, when Miles meets me, ask him if he's a cow or a Dalmatian. Yeah, a cow or Dalmatian. That yeah, is what yeah. he says. Because he does. Yeah, he's literally all white with black spots. He looks yeah. like a cow or a Dalmatian. Like, <laughs> yes. So it is strange. but So he, he does get to the meeting. And, of course, the parents are upset. And they're like, you know, hey, you know, finally you decide to show up. And he's not taking it very serious. And then he leaves again. He has to. Yeah, he does have to. He has to leave again. Spider-Sense, they tingle. One thing I like about this film (laughs) is they made it very noticeable with the waves with with all the Spider-Mans when their senses tingled. And I like that. Um, You'll see that as much in in the first one. And, yeah, well, in the first one, when it starts, it's actually like, remember when uh, he's down where... He first meets the first Peter. It actually yells at him, "Look out!" And yeah. he ducks. Mm-hmm. So it's like almost like the um, in Man of Steel when Young Clark is like getting his powers and everything's so loud and mm-hmm. stuff. That's what that kind of reminded me. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. right. That is that is very and, comparable to that. But he can control it more now, mm-hmm. and I think that's why you're right. That's why it's just the waves. Now. Yeah, you're right. You know he, that, and it, and it just shows Miles's evolution because you yes. see him when you see him, man. He's going hard. He, he is. He's a slinger. He, yeah, he can fight, man. He he got the invisibility down, the electricity. Yeah. He's going hard, man. And he's and he's bro. He's honestly running like he has no fear. Yeah, that's and, true. You know, he, he is. He's yeah. like, I don't care, bro. I'm, I'm Spider Man. I'm going hard. He gets ripped up, beat up. He just yeah. takes it and yeah, he gets messed up in this movie. He does. He gets. Yeah. He takes a freaking beating all throughout the film, but yeah. he he delivers some too. So you know, don't think Miles is not in here going hard, <laughs> but Miles. In this film, though, he is really solo dolo, though. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's very much about him because he's had to be, and he's been hurt because no one, no has one come came to, visit to see him. him. Nobody yeah. came to see him. He, I don't even think they called him. Can't get a text or nothing. Yeah, and you know, he misses everyone. He misses Gwen. He misses Peter. He, I'm sure he misses Ham and Noir yeah. and um, Penny and all the, the all the homies. Yeah, and they were all pretty cool and. You know, they, they made a little family, but they always made Miles feel excluded, even in the first one. They're like, you're not ready. Oh, yeah, you're that's right. Yes. They, they, Miles never was included. And so Miles, and with them not reaching out to him, Miles probably just confirmed that his suspicions of, well, I'm the only one. I only got me because nobody really cared about me. Yeah. They never really cared about me to begin with. They were being nice not to hurt my feelings. Yeah. But. So his heart gets broken like. 
four or five, five times six over. ways. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's crazy. And and he's he's obsessing over Gwen in the yeah. worst way. This man and drew her all throughout his notebooks. He didn't, and they're in stark detail. So he clearly remembers what she looks like yeah. to a T. And he's been thinking about her nonstop. And I'm trying to remember how does she end up in his verse? So uh, at the end of her. The, her introduction in the film, a vulture from that's made out of like parchment from a different dimension comes into her dimension, and she's trying to stop him, and that's when Miguel yeah, and Spider Woman show yep, up. That's right, the and pregnant she, chick, and she ends up getting recruited into mm-hmm. their Spider all now Spider Society. That's what it is, Spider Society. Yep. So, so she's now able to go from dimension to dimension or universe to universe i'm sorry to jump around we actually got to talk about that a little bit because that's really important and as soon as you said it just it all clicked so yeah gwen she meets these two and miguel is badass man he comes in hard he looks cool he's got this like it's like navy and like lime orange it's like yeah his colors are crazy and like his webs are like they're almost like lasers yo yeah they are it's cool it's like it's insane so and you got Spider Woman, um, who's a, a pregnant black lady, and she's got this cool big afro and stuff. She rides this motorcycle, and she's wild. She takes pity on Gwen because Miguel's not really feeling her like that, even though she, you know, she's holding her own, but she's a little overconfident because yeah. she's like, "Oh, I got this," and she really doesn't. She no, really no. needed Miguel. Yeah, or she was probably gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna say she's gonna die, but she was gonna get screwed up. Yeah, because she was. I mean, she was. She was maintaining, but she wasn't winning. No, and they kind of save her, but obviously you see the they see the potential there. And so, Spider Woman does convince Miguel, like maybe let's take her on as a little apprentice type of deal. Yeah, and he's hesitant of her the entire time because I think it's under the the auspices that like Spider Woman watches her mm-hmm. because you could tell Miguel there's something about Gwen he doesn't trust. And I think the only one from the original Into the Spider-Verse that's in the Spider-Society is the older Peter, Peter B. Parker. Yeah, old Peter. Yeah. yeah. and old, old Peter sounds frightening. He does. He does. But, you <laughs> know, old Peter, put so, that thing away. The, <laughs> so going back to where we're at, yeah, you know, Miles is, you know, he's thinking about everyone. And so now they are, she does have a job to do, essentially, in Miles's verse, yeah. So that's how she gets there. Yes, and yes, yes. She does the task, but of course, she's been thinking about Miles a little bit too. So she does go over to visit him, which was forbidden. Yes, she was not supposed to go and do that for a whole bunch of reasons. We'll get into later. But it was also forbidden by Miles' parents because at the time he's grounded. He's grounded. He is. Yes. Because Miles is very careless these days yes. when it comes to being there for your family. Yeah. So Miles. He's going crazy, man. He's he's supposed to. His dad is getting promoted to police captain, and they're having a big party for him on the rooftop. There's a ton of people there. Miles is in charge of bringing the cake. So Miles, being Miles, is like, "Well, I'm Spider Man. I'm gonna get the cake and fly around and do dumb stuff." <laughs> he leaves him on top of a cab. Yeah. He's slinging webs, throwing them in the air. He's leaving them places and coming them back for him. Obviously, anyone with half a brain would know this was not going to work out. 
So he comes in late after his dad gives a beautiful speech about him and his mom and, you know, what his family has done for him and how they've helped him get to this point. Miles gets there and he's acting all blase and nonchalant about the situation like it's not important. He drops the cakes on the table. They look terrible. It's all messed up. And he's kind of just like, whatever about it. But he's got his own stuff going on. And we as an audience, we know he's feeling a lot of different things right now and no one he can't talk about his identity so they just don't get it yeah and the people who do get it he hasn't heard he from. hasn't heard from so he's yeah. sitting here alone has no one to talk to you can't even go to the therapist you know yeah so they get into it and they ground him and gwen shows up while he's in his room drawing listening to music whatever and he's obviously you know smitten and he's yeah. like oh lord she's here and yeah because she's like Miles is grounded, but it's Spider-Man it's grounded. Spider-Man grounded. He's like, nah, he ain't yeah. grounded, baby girl. <laughs> Spider-Man can go out and play. Yeah. So she looks through his book. She sees that he's been drawing her, and she's like, oh, obviously you miss me. And she knows he loves her, and he likes her. But I think she tries to I think she tries to pretend like he doesn't. Yeah. In order to justify the things that never That she has to later. do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's like you can lie to yourself and tell yourself that, but deep down you know... Because she has feelings for him, too. You can tell. She loves him. And obviously, that's going to come out later. Yeah. And, I mean, I do think they're a good match. They're a cute couple. You know, I think they understand each other. Of course, they're both spider people. So, that's going to help out a lot. But Miles and Gwen, you know, end up hanging out. And she ends up meeting the parents. And, you know, they don't like her. And they think she's rude. And, you know, because she calls them by their first name. Yeah. but the yeah. mom understands. Yeah, the mom gets it. She's like, you know, he—that's who he likes. And yeah, and just like my mom, man, when I was when I was his age, my mom hated every single chick I was into because <laughs> I was always into weird alternative chicks with you know piercings and tattoos and stuff like that. She just didn't understand it. And but eventually, she knew she never could control who I was gonna be with or what I was gonna do. So she's yeah. like, you know, eh, he's gonna be. I'll just accept it. And, and get to know her, and, and, and it worked out. And and you know what? I think that's that's the key being, to being a parent. It's like you want you have uh, an idea of what you want for your child, and then you realize after a certain point, wait, as long as they're happy, that's what actually matters. Exactly, man. Because so, you're just gonna ruin your relationship with them yeah. if you try and. And don't forbid them from doing stuff, especially if they are falling in love. <laughs> and, and that's what his mom, I think, realized. So she was like, "All right, go," because Gwen, Gwen left because she got a, you know, a, 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 text, a text. Let's say, like, yeah, uh, like uh, where are you? Because yeah. you're supposed to be monitoring the situation. So she noise. left, and then Miles' mom is like, "All right, I understand. Uh, you're ungrounded right now, but as soon as you come back, you're grounded again." Yep. So she lets him go and follow Gwen, so he does. Yep. And that's when he finds out that there's more to this thing than even he realized. Oh, and it's a lot more. Like, it gets deep, man. So, yeah, yeah he, he follows Gwen, and he's like, yo, what what is, what is she into? Because he realizes that she knows that he's telling her, and she, tr- she tries to lose him. And she does temporarily. I mean, he is still Spider-Man. So, of course, he's going to catch back up to you. Yeah. And he sees her, and she's, you know, doing some things. And he's like, yo, hey, I want in. What is going on? And 
Of course, he does end up meeting Spider-Woman, the older one, the pregnant lady. Yeah. And hold on real quick. Is she pregnant the entire time? Isn't she pregnant the whole time? Yeah, yeah. She didn't. She should have gave birth at some point in you this would film, think. right? Yeah. She was like seven, eight months Yeah, when you meet her. She was ready to yeah, birth. Yeah, she was. I was like, what? Yeah. But anywho, that's not important. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, you never know because it is, you know, part one of a two-part thing. So. I feel like some time went by, though. Man. Well, it's, I think the the film, like once Miles learns about, like, the Spider Society I think it like that's that like so like the last like maybe half of the film is almost like real time like what's happening to him at that moment. Yeah. Whereas like I think the first half it might be a few days go by. Yeah, it's got all right. Yeah, and yeah. and Gwen did spend some time in the society. She did. That's like, why I was. That's yeah. why I feel like she came to see him a yeah. little bit later. That's why I'm like I feel like. But I I I have a theory because she had to have trained and learn some stuff like that ain't gonna happen in. A day, you only some weeks at least. Yeah, and that's when like I feel like it could have been months. Yeah, but I, I, as you find out, I think old Peter. Well, we'll just call him old Peter. Yeah, is the only one with a child. Yeah, yeah. So before we get into the Spire Society, should we should we talk about the characters? Yeah, like yeah, we probably they, should. They are about to start as we're going on. They are all about to start pretty much getting introduced. So yeah, I guess we'll, we already talked about Gwen. We talked about Spider-Woman, and we talked about Miguel. So I guess we should talk about the next most important character, which would be old po- old Peter. Yeah, yeah. And Peter B. Parker. Peter B. Parker, who yeah. is a very, very big character in Into the Spider-Verse, who is essentially his mentor. Yeah, he is. And he is hilarious. I love him. It's the dude from Let's Be Cops, right? Yeah, and yeah. That and, movie's and, hilarious. Um, oh, my God. What's that show? New yeah, Girl? New Girl. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. He's funny. He's funny on that show, too. Yeah, I've Jake Johnson? Seen, yeah, I've seen quite yeah. a few, few episodes of that show. He is funny. I like him a lot, and he I love him as Peter B. Parker. He's hilarious, and I think he plays that because he's probably at that age in real life where he is still young enough to be fun and silly, but he is at the age of probably, he probably just now had a kid. Or if he is, he's probably thinking about it or whatever. Yeah. So he can play that, that brotherly and fatherly role at the same time. So he's young enough to still be able to relate to miles, but old enough to still be a mentoring type of figure. And now he's got a kid of his own, a young daughter and he's walking around and, and Peter B is known for not really taking the suit serious. Yeah. Because in the first one, he's hanging out in sweatpants barefoot. Oh yeah, but but see he lost the bottom part of his suit. Yeah, yeah. When, but when I he, mean when he, he came. was fat too. Oh he was, yes. So yes. I feel like he, he also he, couldn't given up fit he, it. He split up with his wife. He did, and he started yeah. eating a lot. He was eating pizza every day. Yeah. And he's like he's like, as I sat in the house doing crunches and push ups to keep my body in shape, but he was actually eating and drinking. Yeah, um, and, and crying in the crying, shower. Yeah, and, <laughs> so, and gaining weight. But yeah. clearly when you have spider powers, having a few extra pounds isn't gonna stop you from being a badass. He still is very, very you know, good at being a Spider-Man. Yeah. And now he, instead of sweatpants, he sports a robe and he's got one of those <laughs> yeah, little, yeah, right. he's got the you're robe right. on. And, and, and slippers. And slippers. And <laughs> he never has conventional shoes on. He no. never has, or, he's always wearing his own thing. And I love that about his character. It's just something cool they added. But now he's strapped with his daughter. And his daughter is probably what, like nine, ten months maybe, a year? Yeah, if that She's because... a baby. If it's like in the time span that since the first film, not in reality, but in the in that universe, 
It's been maybe a year and a half. So, yeah, so he had to meet somebody quick, knock so, him up quick. Well, it's Mary Jane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's me. So, right. so he got back together with his wife, and then they had a baby almost right away. So she might only be like nine or ten months. Yeah, she she was young, but she's yeah. clearly got some of her father's juice in her from his powers because she's very smart. And yeah. very alert and she notices stuff and points stuff out and, and has like pretty, a knit spider cap yeah she, she does yeah eyes. she pulls over her eyes because you know she just ain't ready yet to yeah. be a real spider kid but just you is that a genetically passed down trait i guess it could be because the spider bite would have altered his dna, DNA. i was like yeah, it'll yeah. Be in his dna so i'm guessing yeah. she might get the spider powers even if it's not to the effect of her father, just because, you yeah. know, obviously you're going to lose some of that DNA. Yeah, it would be at least uh, half. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you're going to at least be way cooler than your average kid your age. Yeah, yeah so, that's true. You know, that's so, true. Yeah, he's, so now he's in this, and he's just as funny as ever. And But he is also in the society, and he does know what's going on behind the scenes. And everyone's excuse here is, oh, we're, go- we're trying to protect you, Miles, and we're trying to protect you and protect you. But they, I don't think they realize they're really hurting him. Um, all at the same time. Well, because they're not being honest they're with why they're protecting with him. him. Yes, I was like, yeah. you got to tell him. And I'm like, you're hurting him more and you're making him feel just like you did in the first one. Like, he doesn't matter and he doesn't belong. You don't care about him enough to be honest with him. Yeah. And so we get one of them. Um, no, we, we'll talk about him later. Okay. You get a, um, a, an, an Indian Spider-Man. Yeah, I yeah. his name. What's, what's it's, the- it's, it's a take on Peter Parker, but it's like... Uh, like an Indian version, of, yeah. but but like the country India. Yeah, but not, he's like super handsome and slick and smooth. And incredible hair. Yeah, yeah. They they mention his incredible hair and he talks about it. Yeah. He's very confident and, and very well, well. That that's how uh, Peter learns about the Spider Society. That's right. That's because he, right. Follows he follows Gwen through this portal, and they're flying all together. Yeah, yeah. because I think. Is the spot in that dimension because he figures out how to hop to different universes through his own spots? Is that what happens? I think that is what happens. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, because like, oh, so many things happen. once, guys. Yeah, so. and, and so many things happen. It's kind of like, I know they got there, but I think this is what motivated them. To yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to remember all how everything happens. Because like, yeah. like I said, like, if we could talk about... Like, End of the Spider, I've seen a few times, so, you know, I, I know the details. I've only seen this once. And, like, I, like if you watch my review, I talk about an incident that happened in my theater that... Mm, oh, yeah, you said that it. kid. Yeah, you? that kid was about to die, man. I, I scared <laughs> the life out of that kid. Bro. Wow. Because I, ju- I timed it perfect. Like, I started reclining my seat because I knew he was coming. I jumped up. I turned at him. I was like, yo, he almost jumped out his clothes. And, man. and look, dude, I, if, if you, like, jumped in front of me, I'd be like... A uh, plop. <laughs> yeah, look, 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 Dom is a big dude, like in shape, like jacked dude. I, I when try, I, say big I try. Dude. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get cast <laughs> in the next Marvel movie. You know, play. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, he he was. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. he was scared. You know, he definitely he stopped after that. Well, that's good because he's probably ruining it for more. He, than just Yeah, two. man. I'm like, yo, yeah. I know everybody was like, bro, what the hell is going on? Because he yeah. just. Came, it was just. I'm like, what are you? doing you pay money to do this yeah like you're insane but anywho so yeah so they they get to the secret side there's the indian spider-man and like we were saying he's confident slick cool dude he he has yes he kind of reminds me of like aladdin meets peter parker yes yeah yeah yeah, that's the vibe he gives me if aladdin was spider-man he would be like him yeah and 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 that universe is kind of like a bollywood movie yes yes Yes. i was literally thinking that i was like it's got a bollywood vibe the animation was 
the way they introduced all the other Spider-Man with the animation is Each insane. universe is different. Yes. It's incredible. It's crazy. So, like, yes, he had, like, a Bollywood vibe. It had all the cool costumes and the music and all that vibe was there. It was freaking dope. And then um, who else was there? It was, it was actually, it was Miles, Gwen, and the Spider-Man India is what he's known as in the comics, anyway, first. And then... A Spider Woman shows up, and I don't remember if Miguel shows. No, Miguel doesn't show up. It's Spider Woman and a few other. The pregnant Spider Woman and a pregnant Spider Woman and, 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 and a else. few others. Uh, Spider Punk. Spider Punk. He was. Was he already with her? No, they no. They found him on the streets, right? I, I think he ends up coming there to help them, but Gwen is trying to stop Miles from saving Spider Man India's. The love of his life, so like I guess maybe his girlfriend, her dad from dying. Yes. So Miles wants to save him, and Gwen's trying to stop him because they set up this thing back when uh, with the vulture. Miguel says something in passing about uh, that's not canon, and then his computer tells him that like no canon has been compromised. So there are these events that are canon in the life of a spider person. That they have to let happen, and th- this is where you learn it, because they save the police captain in the in the India universe, and that's where you learn that that's it's canon where a police captain always has to die. You Yo, learn that, and, then- and so Miles effed up the canon by saving this guy. Yeah, and that's gonna be very important later yeah, on. Th- that's actually the. The conflict in the film, you yeah, think it'll I was be like, a spot that's, I was literally going to say that's the main issue yeah, in the film. But you don't learn it until this point that the conflict is Miles doesn't know that these things have to happen, and he feels you can have it both ways. Yeah, and he feels like he's doing the right thing too because he was. Yeah, I mean he was. He <laughs> was. We're taught to help and save people, right? Especially, yeah. You know, later on, we're not going to get into it now because that's super important, but. His motivations later, obviously, anyone is yeah. going to want to feel that way. If you've seen the movie, you probably know what we're talking about. But yeah, yeah so, so, so we, we get introduced to pretty much everybody comes in at this point. This is when, like, you pretty much start meeting all the Spider-Men you're going to meet in the film. So you get you get one that's voiced by Daniel Kalula. If you guys don't know who he is, he was the, the well, main get guy out. in Get Out. <laughs> I was like, so you probably seen Get Out. Yeah. You don't know that. But he is extremely talented actor. He is a great actor. Um, he's in a lot of great films. Uh, so he voices him. And he, a lot of people don't know he is British. Yeah, he is. And that is his real voice. So yeah. he was this like punk rock, like black 80s dude with this vibe. And I just love this dude. He reminded me a whole lot of myself. I'm like, I'm a very kind of out there centric dude on my own. Like if you met me, you'd be like, this is, a, <laughs> this is an interesting character. And um, I related to him so much. And he just he's, does his own thing, goes his own way, feels like an anarchist at heart. Yeah, like it's a like, Sex Pistols yeah, yeah. poster so, we were yeah, talking about. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. He's, like, he's got the spiky mohawk, and, and yeah. then he's up with the mask on. And then he's got the long dreads when he takes his hair off, like, yeah. takes his mask off. It's sick. And then he's got, like, the, you know, he's got the leather and the vest with the studs and all that and going the piercings, on. The piercings, piercings. piercings. Yeah, he's yeah. the man. He's got it all. It's just, yeah. I just love his style, my type of dude. And he's freaking dope. He was going hard, man. He plays the guitar and stuff. 
stuff. Like, yeah, he he's hard. with him all the time. Yeah, he's with him all the time, and he he yeah. goes he goes in. He's funny. Like they ask him to do something, and he's like, "I'm gonna do this." But not because you asked me to. Yeah, he's yeah. Just so against authority, you know. He's yeah. Like anything. And, and and when Peter B. Parker's daughter like poops her diaper, he he's like happy about it because she's an anarchist. Yeah, he's like <laughs> she's an anarchist. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. He was happy about it. Yeah, like crapping on the system or something. Yeah, that's what, yeah. He's he's very he's he's a very stereotype of like an '80s punk guy. But yeah. I love it. It's, and he's funny and he's he's pretty cool. Um. Who else? We, you see some other cool ones that yeah. aren't as important, like the T Rex Spider Man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and the Cat Spider Man, the Cat Spider Man, or or the Western Spider Man, yeah, with the, the horse. horse, yeah, that, yeah. I like that one too. Cause y'all love Western crap, but you see in the background like the the video game version, yeah, yeah, yeah. or. How about the little Lego part? Oh my that god, that was so funny! And, and people now know that was animated by a fourteen-year-old yeah, kid. Yeah, I just found that out. Yeah, that was incredible. like, yo, he's amazing. Yo, get this kid a job. Yeah, by the time he's kid eighteen, he can be a freaking millionaire. Who yeah, knows? he might but already be at this might, point, right? He's like, uh, I'm gonna need two percent of that. Yeah, package. yeah, man, that'd be nice. But he he was awesome. Uh, it was funny, and I I can't believe a kid animated. That was so the talent. That kid's a genius, probably. But he, it was he, hilarious. I wish they put him in the film more. I wish they yeah, the had Lego, Lego Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, because they even more. said he's one of the best. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm really hoping that they bring that kid back and have him do more for part two. Yeah. Oh, uh, so. Who's this? Am I forgetting any important Spider-Man? Not, not really, because a lot of them are just, like, peripheral. So they have, yeah. like... In India, what ends up happening is there's, like, uh, kind of like a massive hole that's left because they screwed up the canon. So, like, something is happening to the universe, so the Spider-People have to try to figure it out. So, like, I know the one Spider-Man that comes down is, like, the Future Foundation Spider-Man in the white costume. I think mm-hmm. he had a lab coat on. Yeah. And you have, like... Uh, the Bagman Spider-Man, which is actually one of my favorites from the comics because it was just him with a Fantastic Four uniform and he had to put a paper bag over his head because they don't wear masks. Yeah. Because it, it was after they, they got the Venom costume off of him in the comics. Yeah. And he just had his underwear. So like, here, have this old costume. I did find that funny. It's funny you yeah. brought him up. But, but in, the, in, the, in the film... You know, it's a little different because they. I guess they can't talk about the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four they don't know but I was hoping because I'm like that means they exist somewhere. You know. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, that'd be nice, but you know, yeah. unfortunately, because so what does Sony own the rights to? Uh, Spider Man, Wolverine. No, no, Wolverine was Fox. Fox, so now, was Fox. Yeah, yeah. Deadpool's Fox too, right? Yeah, so I okay. think it's really just the Spider Man stuff and now. Hulk. No, that's Universal. Universal. Yeah, that's why Hulk is only in like. The She-Hulk show and like guest starring and uh-huh. things, yeah. Dang, well, Sony, well, they I think, tight. and they got Venom too, right? Yeah, because that's, that's part, part of Spider-Man. Spider-Man yeah, so, yeah okay. so Spider-Man is like all the villains too. Yeah, so. so they got. I mean, into the Venomverse nice might be yeah, something. Yeah, I'm like that's that little side piece, you know? Yeah, little, yeah. Like, spend like twenty, thirty million on it, release it on some platform, you know? Yeah, that'd be nice. I'd watch it. Shoot, it yeah, be as elaborate as uh, the Spider-Man ones, but yeah. So yeah. So anyway, sorry guys. Yeah, yeah. So bit. so basically, the the ones we mentioned are, are the main ones, and then you finally get introduced to Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Because he's like the leader. Yeah, and he is. He's something. He is something. He's a he's a hard nose, take no crap, 
Vampire? A, yep. <laughs> Maybe. Kind right? of. Kind of, right? Sort of. He's a... I don't know. He's he's kind of... He scared me a lot. Yeah. Um, especially when you start getting into the main conflict. Yeah. And why... What his motivations are. And you kind of see that... He don't. He'll do anything. Yeah. Uh, well, his origin. I think. I don't know if it's like this in the film because I can't remember. Because I started re- rereading the comic because it came out like thirty-one years ago. Yeah. And it's sort of like it reminded me of David Cronenberg's The Fly. Oh, I love that. Film. So it's sort of like you know something happened and it with like I don't know if it was like transport transport pods like in The Fly, but mm-hmm. something similar to that. And the DNA of a spider got mixed with him. So his fangs, he might not be like a vampire, but, but I think some spiders teeth, have. Like, spi- yeah, spiders yeah, have yeah. Like long teeth. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah. I mean, l- luckily for him, he didn't end up like Jeff Goldblum because. Oh, yeah. Holy hell. That, first, first, it seemed cool. Yeah, it's but like, then. it's like, dang, you're like super athletic and you got all this energy and like he was banging freaking uh, Gina, Gina Davis, Davis for like yeah. eight, nine hours straight. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. Like. You know, I'd love to spend that time with Gina <laughs> Davis back then. Uh, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but then it gets really bad for him. But for '99, it seems like it's just making him stronger and stronger. Then, yeah, yeah. He, and he, he's, he does seem like he just, he, he's the most like ripped beast. He's beastly spider person. Like yeah, yeah, every other spider person. Like the bite just seems to give you the powers. It doesn't. Yeah, seem to, and, like, and you have like an athlete's body, but not like a bodybuilder's body, body. Yeah, this dude's yeah. built like 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 he takes steroids. Yeah, and he's extraordinarily fast and like real strong and can like I don't know, man. He's he just seems like he's a cut above all the other Spider Mans, just in natural fighting ability and strength and speed. Yeah, and I mean. She, I guess we should start getting into the conflict then, huh? Yeah, what, yeah. What his motivations are. Yeah, because he that's when they explain about the canon events. Yeah, so you can go ahead and jump into that and give him some comic books, uh, textbook. Well, he, he tells them about how he screwed up his universe by, I get No, no, I, I'm sorry. He didn't screw up his universe. He found a universe where his, himself, Miguel O'Hara was killed so he replaced him and because he wasn't part of that dimension and it wasn't canon then in that universe or or dimension i I don't know which one to call it because we call it the multiverse but it is other dimensions it's other dimensions Yeah. yeah so so then it that dimension ended up getting destroyed because he had already lost his family in his so it's sort of like actually the Kingpin story, now that I think about it, from the first film. Because yeah. the Kingpin was trying to bring back his yeah, wife and kid. Because yeah. they had died in an accident. That was his whole motivation for the Collider. And Peter knew that it was going to open up a black hole and destroy everything. So that's why Spider-Man wanted to destroy it. And that's why the Spider-Team, headed by Miles, then does destroy it. Yeah. And so you find out that Miguel succeeded in what the Kingpin wanted to do. But because he succeeded, he destroyed... The world that he went to. Yeah. Because he wasn't supposed yeah, to be he there. He wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And essentially that same thing is happening to Miles. Yes. You know, you find out Miles wasn't supposed to be bitten. No, because the collider from the first film brought the spider from a different 
universe. universe, and that spider wasn't meant for Miles. And when I went back and watched it, the spider does glitch. He glitch. He glitch. Yes, yes, I noticed that too. And I, I was like, it. "Holy I shit! Like, they planned this. They planned." That's all. <laughs> yes, like, yo, yes, so yes. I thought the same thing. Yes. I was like, "Yo, I never noticed that it glitches." I was like, "They did yes. this whole time. They're, they didn't just write this on the fly. No, no, like, they, they had, had a this plan. Shit written for. They probably have. I'm like, they probably wrote all three of them at once. Yeah, because I'm like, yo, that is that was brilliant I yes was like, yeah. and, and the spider does it looks a little bit out of place the it does and that's very why neon looking and yeah. it's got weird colors that really didn't seem to fit the world that it was in yeah so so you find out that uh well you find out earlier in the film that the spot was a scientist working on the collider that brought that spider to their universe so he essentially created miles as mm-hmm. spider-man and then miles as spider-man created the spot yep and the spot feels like he's feeling slighted about yeah, it. yeah he's like i'm your arch nemesis yeah and he's like and i'm gonna beat you and he does and the, and the thing i like about the spot he realizes he's not a match for miles yeah but he does figure out a way to get stronger yeah he, he becomes a freaking problem he, later on he does man. yeah but but like in the middle of this is like now this conflict with with Miles wanting to be a part of the Spider Society, so he has people that he can actually relate to mm-hmm. and talk to about what he's going through and might understand him. And then you have Miguel, who hates Miles because he points out that he's an anomaly. He's not supposed to exist. Yep, yep. Because he, I think he tells him then that because Miles got bit by that spider, there's a... An Earth that doesn't have a Spider-Man to protect it. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's a huge problem actually, and we're gonna get more about get more into that in a minute. But um, you brought up a good point about Miles wanting to join the society, and I think what makes this film really great is they made it very thematically rich for essentially a kids' movie because yeah. this is a film. Even though I'm twice Miles' age. I still remember being his age and feeling like how he felt at times, especially he is different in a different way. And I was different in a different way than a lot of people around me. People like me and how I was are far more accepted now than when I was doing and dressing and acting the way I was. I was considered very different for the type of person I was. So I I often felt like an outcast and miles finding these people that, they're just like him. We got the same powers. We can talk and discuss all this crap and what's going on in our lives. And we got the same issues. And that's all he wants is to fit in. And they're all just pushing him away and making him feel like he doesn't belong. And he's seeing all this. And they like, like he's like, oh, man, do I get a bracelet? And they slap him with one. And she's like, nah, it's just a day pass. Yeah, like, man, it's right. Like, it's right. He's like, he's, he's really feeling, they're really... They're really showing you how much they don't want him there. They're yeah. not sugarcoating it. And it's because of Miguel, you find yes, out. Yes, Miguel is... Because he's their leader, yeah. so they have to... And, like, yo, because uh, Black Spider Woman is... She ain't having him, you know. She is barely, like, wanting to... She's, she's, really, she's really going against what she's supposed to do and letting some of this go on. She's, yeah. she's being nice to Gwen because she has a soft spot for her. But if it wasn't for Gwen, she probably would have killed Miles if she had the chance. Yeah, because he, yeah, he just isn't supposed to exist. Mm-hmm. But, but then it makes you think back, like, so 
without Miles there, would the the first Spider-Man, uh, Chris Pine Spider-Man, would he have succeeded? You know, like like it makes you think of those things. Because if Miles was bit by a spider that wasn't supposed to be there, like Miles wouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. You know, so would that have changed, you know, the butterfly effect? Yeah, it definitely would have. Because so, who would he, even though Miles breaks it, who would he have given the little chip to? Yeah, no one. No one. No one. So he would have probably actually succeeded because he wouldn't have had to save Miles. Yep. You know, he wouldn't have had to talk to him, take that time to talk mm-hmm. to him, and to do whatever. He could have just done his job and it would have been over yeah and maybe that's why miguel is such a hard ass but then okay in the comics spider-man 2099 isn't in like a different universe it's just a different year okay so it's like this the main marvel universe just you know at the time it would have been like 107 years in the future Mm. so if he's spider-man 2099 but he's in like 2023 doesn't that sort of necessitate i'm trying to do logic here in something that doesn't really use logic but still that's beside the point doesn't that mean that he travels through time yeah so why doesn't i'm sorry i got i might have to curse just because i get passionate why doesn't this motherfucker just go back in time and stop the spider from biting miles yeah he take it back to 42 yeah he probably could have did that (laughs) you know what i mean problem solved why are you so angry yeah well, he's probably angry because he probably realized that when it was too late. Maybe, but you if it's sort of like... I think of the show Legends of Tomorrow, which I loved, right? About time-traveling superheroes. Mm-hmm. But, like, stuff happened at certain times. So, like, John Constantine comes in at one point, and it's like, you know, I, this thing happened with this botched exorcism, and this girl's soul got damned to hell, blah, 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 blah. You have a time machine. Just go back in time go and stop it from happening. It. And then, problem solved, you don't have to feel guilty, nothing happened. No one ever thinks like that. They don't. <laughs> Go but, back in time and stop it. But then they're going to then they're gonna make the argument, well, that was supposed to still happen, even though it wasn't. But yeah. if I go back and stop something that wasn't It'll supposed screw to it happen, up even it's more. still going to screw it up. Yeah, so that, that could be, know, that, that could that, be that's it. How, yeah, that's yeah. how they're going to look at it, because it's like, even though that was a wrinkle in time, now it's history. So yeah. So can Alan do history now? So now you do find out though. So I, I'm I'm trying to bring it back because I I do get sidetracked easily. Oh, we all do. So so then you find out that that's when you f- you do find out the captain, the police captain, has to die. So like in the original Spider-Man comic, just like in the Amazing Spider-Man film with Andrew Garfield, Captain Stacy dies, Gwen's dad. Mm-hmm. So in Gwen's universe, like her dad. Uh, I don't know if he's a captain or if he was going to be captain or something. Um, I, don't, Cause, cause, I don't think he was. Because she finds out he ends up quitting the force. So she then, when she goes back, so she finds out that he's not going to die. Because th- that was the thing she realized. Like, if her dad is captain, he's going to die. Yeah. And Miles' dad is getting promoted to captain, as Dom said. Yep. Mm-hmm. You find out. So then suddenly Miles realizes that his dad's life is in jeopardy because of this this canon mm-hmm. that every spider person has to go through, kind of like the Uncle Ben. Yep. So, like, obviously, Miles, it was his Uncle Aaron, but it's still the same. And in uh, No Way Home, it was Aunt May instead Aunt of May. Uncle Ben. But still, oh, it, so sad. it's the same type of thing, even though that Peter already had 
Tony Stark died. Yeah, Stark. Yeah. So that was I thought that was his Uncle Ben moment, that, but that, it ends up being Aunt May. Yeah. But but still, that like, Peter went through a lot. He did go through a lot. Yeah. So poor Tom Holland. So it's like that's when um, Miles ends up fighting against the Spider Society because then they want to stop him mm-hmm. because because he is an anomaly and he believes he can save his dad instead of sticking to the canon and everything should be okay. He's he's idealistic and optimistic. Yes, he is. So it, he's it, still immature. Yeah, 15. I was going to say, because he's young. Yeah. Well, he's, you know, he's I'm invincible. Come on. Yeah, come you on, know? Spider-Man, I can do this. We yeah. can do this. Help me. No, we're going to hurt you. Yeah. So, and, so everybody, every spider person, and there's hundreds, if not thousands. There's probably thousands. Like, they essentially put a hit on him. Yeah, like, basically, they yeah. They call it out like, Everybody get this Spider-Man, and then you get the great funny meme moment where they all every Spider-Man inside the building is pointing they to each point other, at each other because they say like, Spider-Man, you, you Spider-Man, and they're all yeah. like, what? And then of course yeah. it gets funny. You realize they realize it's Miles, and yo, every Spider-Man pretty much in the society is on this man's head, yeah, and they're going after him, and of course. You know the core friends, the Peter, Peter B, Gwen, and they, you know they're like they feel bad, but at they're the, the same only two time, there at that point. Yeah, they are like they feel bad, but at the same time they're like, is this this is this is the way almost? Yeah, this like, is what we have to do yeah. because we we made like I don't know if they do an oath or a promise to Miguel to join the society. It's gotta be yeah. So they have to follow because you know he's. This is like a Kingsman, like yeah, John yeah. Wick society. Type yeah, of yeah. There's no, this ain't no country club. You can walk in and out of here. Yeah. You know? So, so they're all going after Miles, and he's on the run in like I guess it's Spider-Man 2099's universe because mm-hmm. everything looks futuristic, it looks futuristic and crazy and cool. So, so I think Peter B. Parker catches up to him, his old mentor, yeah. and they have, I think, uh, some good moments where peter opens up about how he made him feel by not yep, I, contacting yep. mm-hmm. him and stuff he's like and you get more insight into peter's pain yes or, i'm sorry miles pain miles is, but, yeah because of peter yeah and peter pretty much tells miles like bro i look up to you even though i mentored you like i realized you were a really great person you made me want to be a better person you're the reason i have my daughter yeah and you know they have that moment and he's like bro you ain't hit me up, dog. Like shoot, yeah. You're like, a, you're like a you're like the dad who said he's going to get cigarettes and never came home. Yeah, yeah. You know, so and then everybody shows up because they were tracking Peter B. Parker. Yeah, and so Miles knows that he can't trust him. Mm-hmm. And then it's this huge chase on like this crazy rocket train. Yo, it was wild, and Miguel yeah. is beating the living snot oh, out of freaking Miles, bro. He was like, and don't get me wrong, Miles was going hard. Like he was, he was, he was tearing some of them Spider Mans up, bro. Yeah. But man, when Miguel gets his hand, gets his hands on him, they go through, and they go through a a few different like animation styles throughout yeah. the fight. Like, and it's sick. Like the way this was animated, and like I don't even know how I can't even begin to imagine how they do this stuff. But I just had to appreciate like what I was seeing as far as the art. The way they choreographed the the fight scenes, like, and it worked so well because it was animated, and yeah, they kept you on your toes because they kept switching the styles up on you. Nothing looked the same throughout the film at all. 
So it kept you guessing and kept you wondering, like, what's this going to be like next? And it was just really cool how they matched the vibe of, like, what you sh- what you would think would be for each character and their universe and dimensions. And it, and it works so well. But, but Miles is getting... He's getting destroyed, man. He He's is. He's getting, like, there's a part where Miguel literally got this man's hand around his throat. He's, like, crushed into the ground. And I'm like, bro, Miles about to die. I'm like, yeah, no. yeah. Like, and this guy doesn't care. And he don't care. And I'm like, dang, ain't yeah. nobody going to help my mans? Yeah, know? yeah. I'm like, jeez. I'm like, they're just going to let him get get screwed like that. But um, I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember. How, does, how did he break out from Miguel? I'm trying to remember that. He um, he tricked him, right? He did something. Oh, he electrocutes him. That's right. I was like, yeah, he, he uses him or yeah, he uses his venom strike. That's what that's called. All right, yeah, guys. So so, so he uses his venom strike, and then he just like nose dives off the train platform, and it's incredible. Yeah, he's because. Like I said, he's really in tune with his powers now. He knows yeah, how to yeah. use them. Oh yeah, because he he has that new trick with his venom strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. sick now. Man. Oh, that that that's right. Because he can. Because uh, uh, Spider Punk tells him to use his palm instead of his fingertips. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's Spider Punk who actually ends up, in effect, saving him. Yep, he does. That's yeah. why he was the man. Yeah. So he does break out, and you know now obviously, he's gonna go and try and. You know, save his dad. Yeah. And so he ends up back in what he thinks is his versus dimension. And he goes in his room and he's ready to tell his mom that he's Spider-Man. And she's uh, he's like, I'm Spider-Man. So how does he get to that dimension? We forgot to mention during his tour of the Spider-Society, they have a, a machine that sends... The different villains back to their right. to their original That's dimension right. by analyzing their DNA. Mm-hmm. So because Miles Miles finds this machine and he wants to get sent back to his own dimension, but his DNA was altered by the spider from the different dimension. Mm-hmm. So it puts yes. him back in the wrong wrong dimension. dimension. And yeah, yes, that was very important. Oh Sorry, my god! Guys. No, yeah, I I just realized that too. Like. Because, obviously, if you haven't seen it, you shouldn't be listening to this anyway. Yeah, you really shouldn't. But when you see it and you realize it, like, I realized that as soon as the machine said Earth-42 or whatever it was, Mm -hmm. actually, that's a DC thing. So whatever, you know, 42, my heart sank. Because I'm like, that's not it. Because they said earlier it was like 1610. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no. He was, ugh. So, yeah. Yeah. He gets back and it ain't great. So he sees his mom and his mom is like, "Hey, what's up with your hair?" And yeah. He's like, well, oh, you cut your hair. Cut your hair. He's like, "What happened to your braids?" And he's like, "Uh, he's like, I'm just talking about my mom. I'm Spider Man." She's like, "What the hell are you talking about? You're being dumb." And she doesn't believe him. And so his uncle comes over. And he's yeah, like, his uncle's uh, alive. Oh, you're alive. And he runs up and he hugs me. He's like, "Dang, you really miss me, kid." And his uncle's looking at him all weird, like, "Look, you acting all different." And he's asking about his hair and stuff, too. And so Miles, he's like, come on, man, let's go. And essentially, they get back to his uncle's place. And this is when Miles realizes he is not in the right place. And Oh, yeah, because he... And in, in Miles' universe, 
he tagged the side of a building in memory of his uncle who died. Mm -hmm. And he looks up on the roof of the building and he sees it's in memory of his his dad. dad. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's like, what? And then he gets knocked the F out. Mm -hmm. And he wakes up chained to a a boxing. Yeah, it was a a speed bag. Speed bag. Heavy bag. bag. Yeah, heavy heavy bag. Heavy bag. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, uh, you, look, hey, uh, listen, uh, you ain't got to do this. I can just, you know, leave and everything can be all right and, you know, let's just call it a day. And then we find out that in this dimension. Oh, yeah, because he says something about his uncle being the, being prowler. the prowler. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not the prowler. Yeah, I'm not the prowler. And I was like, I mean, it clicked for me. And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we see a version of Miles come out that we're not familiar with. Yeah. He's got some long braids. It's different. And he sounds very evil. Yeah. And he looks kind of shady. And he doesn't care he if... Don't care. If Miles' dad dies in the other universe or not. Because he's like, that's your dad. Yeah. And it's like he's going to kill this... My- like, our Miles. Yeah. It's like, bro, I'm going to kill you, son. Because this dude, this Miles, is revealed to be the Prowler. Yes. Which we know is a bad Miles thing. Miles is one of his villains. And man, oh man, it leaves you right there. Yeah. It leaves you right there. And th- there's one scene, though, where... Because right... Oh, yeah, we got... Yeah, we yeah, because, because Gwen gets forced to go yes. back to her universe. And... That's when she finds out her dad quit the force, so he's not going to mm-hmm. die. And he finally accepts her because she's been gone for we don't know how long. Yeah, it's, it's been a little bit. That's what I'm saying. And, Some time. Yeah, you're right. So, so she should have given birth. Kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so then she gets a package from Spider Punk, who quit mm-hmm. the Spider Society. Yep. And he gives her his uh, his bracelet. His bracelets. So she. So she goes and she gathers. She gets the homies the, the, up. Yeah, the mm-hmm. team from the into the Spider Verse. Yep. So you see Spider Ham, yep. Spider Noir, uh, and and Peter you B. You see Penny actually and Penny. early in the movie. You do. You do. She's you at do. the Spider Society. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because yeah, she has a new her, suit. She has a new suit because it gets yeah. busted in the first mm-hmm. one. Yes. Yeah, you see, you see her a little bit early. You're right. But she they, she gathered up all the homies. Yeah. Yeah, and and she's like, we have to go save Miles because she realizes. That Miles isn't in the right universe, mm-hmm. and so she knows that they have to go on this this rescue mission. Yep, and that's actually how it ends. And you're like, "WTF? Yo. Why is it over?" Yo, for real? Yeah, I'm like, dang man. I'm and it's like, two and a half yeah. hours, and you're like, "I could sit here for another, another three two <laughs> easily, bro." Yeah, like, like yo, just I give was, me a pee break, and I'm good, bro. For real? Cause yeah. like, yo, I was watching Blood In Blood Out last night, and you know that movie's like three hours and ten minutes. And, like, I hate the way it ends. Because I'm like, bro, you could have just gave me 20, 30 more minutes to end this properly. And I would have been totally fine with that. And I was like, I get it. They're, they want to they maximize their dough, of course. So And they got a good product on their hands. So there are no guys like the two guys you're listening to. Yes. are going to go and spend $16. No problem. Yeah, exactly. So, Man. It's When is it supposed to be? March. To, oh. March feels like 2024. Hey, but we waited almost five years for part two. You know, yeah, across but the it's spider. It's different. It's this, this is different this time. Yeah, because 
Into the Spider Verse ends, and that could have been a standalone. That could have been. You're right. Or this isn't. No, <laughs> not at all. But at least it's like only like maybe a nine month window. Yeah, but I maybe I think they should have just went ahead and went for a, a fall release, man. Dude, like if a, like if a, we're lucky, maybe around Christmas because that that's when lit. the first one came out. Maybe nice. they'll move it up because move of the demand. The demand, bro. Yeah, I know, it's, I know it's probably almost ready. Oh, it's probably yeah. basically done. It, I think they did them at the same yeah, time. It's just to, probably I mean, tweaking stuff. Nine months, y'all ain't making that. Y'all are post production. Yeah, you know how you so, tweak stuff. Yeah, you t- <laughs> That's right. Tune so, in Tokyo. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> my lord. But sorry, sorry. It, it's no. It's 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 just it is like it is gonna feel like forever because it's like to give us something this good and then make us wait this amount of time. It's ooh. It's it's like. But see, we waited. We knew it was supposed to be out in October. Mm-hmm. Same November, December, January, February, March, April, May. That was seven months we had to wait. Oh, June. That's eight. It's, and this is just one more month. But, but it's different when you see it. But see, <laughs> we but know what it, we know what we're getting into now. But in the interim time, it'll be out. We could buy it. That and is watch true. Both watch of them. it a couple times. Yeah, yeah, and and get to know it a little better. So then, like next year in March, we'll be able to like have the the trilogy discussion yeah and how uh, it compares to the great trilogies because i'm gonna get that on 4k steelbook if i can you know they need to make like a super edition for that physical release so i can get that yeah because you know i'm a collector but uh yeah it's guys the way it ends it's like it ends great it's a great ending it is especially for a part one it's your empire strikes back Strikes Back. yeah that's what it is it's like it's like oh snap the baddies might have this one. Yeah. What's going to happen? It's the what Infinity War, too. Really like, yeah, you're like, wait, the bad guys are like, winning. Wait, wait, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and guess what? Empire Strikes Back, Infinity War, two of the best, you know, hero villain story movies all time. So, yeah. It's, it is, I mean, and, and I don't want to, I hate saying stuff like this about, like, movies that just came out and that haven't even had any time to simmer and like people having time had a time to like really go through and break down and analyze them even further especially a movie that like a hero film but this this just isn't your average hero film man. no it's, it's got a different feel and vibe to it you really give a damn about what's happening you get invested you you're get, right really do i'm like i really care what's gonna happen to you want him to save his dad yeah too. i'm like bro please yeah because you love his dad he's a good dad and you're like yeah you know this dude even though he's a cop and i know a lot of people feel certain types of ways about cops he's actually a good cop who wants to do the right thing and that's yeah. a lot of times can be rare to find especially in new york city and so and dude i just realized one of the cameos because they do oh, sh- Donald Donald Glover yeah yeah because the guy who voices his dad is uh he's Brian Tyree Henry yeah. yeah he's in Atlanta yeah and it's like seeing Donald Glover in the Prowler costume means that in Tom Holland's universe he is the Prowler, the Prowler. Yeah. yes so Miles Damn. Morales exists that just clicked that's crazy yeah that's, that's what that nuts. means that's so tight that's like, what that means that was I love seeing him in that quick little cameo yeah um, and, and what's crazy is is like bro the uh, dude who voices his dad uh, he's really good man did you watch Bullet Train yet I have not bro you gotta watch Bullet Train he's he, in that he was a real good role. He was in the Eternals. Yeah, which I didn't see. Me, I I watched half of it, and I I admit the only reason I watched half 
is it reminded me too much of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, like, like the cinematography and mm. the the sweeping grandeur of it. So it's actually shot really well, and the acting was good. I just I'm like I already saw Justice League. Yeah, and you're like yeah. I, I'm sure that's better. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm like. But great cast though. That's yeah, I'm like, I was thing. like, I like the character, the casting. Yeah, for it. yeah. I was like, Go ahead. But yeah, getting back into this, like, yeah. yeah, that's one thing. Like, we could we could talk about what what we liked and what we didn't like about the film. We could talk about the cast. First of all, the casting for this one is just as good as the first one. Um, Shamik Moore, who voices oh Miles, my God. love him, love him. He's, he embodies him he in really a way does. that does. Like, I couldn't yeah. picture somebody else now voicing him not even like a glover i i he he's got it and he did his voice i think in the ultimate spider-man cartoon he oh, was miles did he? i didn't know yeah that. they had like a spider-verse crossover for a few episodes and miles was in it i think donald glover did do his voice nice, nice. so he did that. play him at one point yes yeah, he really wants to yeah i mean in the worst way yeah and he would have been perfect he would still be perfect he if he's still, older yeah i'm like yeah now i'm like he's a, but he, he's aging so slowly man i'm like yeah he Dude, he could still probably just shave him up a little bit. You yeah, know? and look, they have de-aging technology. They do, right? and it's like, how much do you need to de-age just, a 37-year-old? Yeah, you know, just like, just get some, like, Troy Barnes footage yeah, from early community. Yeah, yeah, he's super young yeah. looking in that. Or he's even, kid. he guest starred in a couple episodes because he was a writer on 30, 30 Rock. Rock. Yeah. So like, so he was even younger, mm-hmm. you know, just get some of that stuff. That's great. Yeah, he was. he's super talented. Dude. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Shamik Moore is great. He's great in Wu Tang show. Mm. I loved him in Dope. You know, I loved so he was him dope in and dope. Down. He was dope and dope. He was good in the get down. Everything I've seen this kid in, I've just loved him in. I think he's actually a really good actor and a good voice actor. And then of course, you know, you got my man's from uh, I don't remember his freaking name from Let's Be Cops playing Peter. Oh, B. Oh, Jake Johnson. Yes, he's great. He's great. He's great as Peter B. He. And He's Haley great. Steinfeld brings yeah, something she, to she Gwen. She brings a nice little edge to Gwen. I yeah. think it works well. I think I think she's good, too. Oscar I, obviously. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the man, obviously. He's great as Miguel. You know he, who they were missing? Who should have been in this film and as anyone? Pedro Pascal. Yo, needed- why did I think that? <laughs> why did I think? Because Oscar like Isaac Pe- can hear yes, like best. Yes, that's what I was like. Why did I feel like Pedro Pascal should have a voice in this movie? He should I have. I literally thought that. It's yeah. so funny you said he that. He should have because he's... Great in everything he does. And he's a terrific voice guy. Yeah. Like, the way he sounds in The Last of Us, I'm like, he sounds just like freaking Joel. And then his voice in Mando, he sounds almost robotic. So it's like, I'm like, dude. And then if you, like, watch his other stuff, like, if you watch an Unbearable Way to Massive Talent, that dude's he sounds like a like a like a high school senior or something. I'm like, dude, really? just, yeah. Have you seen that? Not yet. Oh, my God. Because, you know, so I'm not funny, much of a Nick Cage fan. Okay, I th- if Tim Burton would have made his Superman movie twenty five years ago, yeah, dude, no, I, really, I, really I I might have been. Play that. I, I think Bro. he could have because of his passion for Superman. I bet he would have been fantastic. He's just super passionate about everything. I know, but I, I he is such a huge Superman fan. I think he would have been incredible, dude. He's a huge comic book fan. Yeah, like, for real, for real. Yeah, he is. He's a he's a he's a cinephile too. Like he's a student of the game. Well, I like that because of his him. uncle. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You're right. And look, he only picked Cage because of Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah. yeah. That's what. Yeah, yeah. He sure did. He was like so. You know, he, 
he's a because he didn't want to trade off of his family name, which and is I, actually I appreciate integrity. that. Yeah, I was like, integrity. that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I think, and he clearly made a name for himself. Yeah, as Nick Cage. I mean, look, Valley he, Girl he had like three hundred million dollars <laughs> at one point. Yeah, he blew it all, but like, yeah, but still, to to get that, you have to you have to have something, bro. Yeah, you yeah. don't acquire that wealth being talentless. Yeah, bro, I don't care what nobody say. John Woo's face off. One of the Incredible. greatest, yo, Nick and Johnny killed and, that. And is her name Joan Allen, who uh, who played the who wife? Plays his wife, John Travolta's wife. Yeah, or not John Travolta. Yeah, John Travolta. Yeah, because she was the mom in Pleasantville, right? She is. I, yeah, I, I don't she's incredible. If that's her name, but she is really good. Yeah, she yeah, is incredible. I love Pleasantville. That's a good one too. Yeah, Young Toby. Even. Yeah, Young. dude, Reese Witherspoon. Young Reese. Paul I, Walker. Man, Paul, yo. And a lot of people don't give Paul Walker credit either. Paul Walker was a far better actor than I think you know the why? past movies portrayed. Because people like me are insecure. So when you see a good-looking guy that's also good at something else, you get pissed You're off. You're like, God, why, who, why yeah. are you? Yeah, right? yeah. Why are you? <laughs> but like in Pleasantville, you saw he had something more than just... like Because he was like the, the basketball star. The basketball star, star the handsome right? guy. But, but you could tell... Because of the way, obviously it was the script, but because it was like Gary Ross, I think, mm-hmm. did that film. You could tell, like, there's more to this guy than just, like, under the surface there's more. Yeah. You know? And and he probably should have had more roles, but then Fast and the Furious Fast came out. over his life. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He would have had more roles. Because yeah. I'm like, dude, a lot of, man, even in, like, She's All That. Oh, he wow. Brought, he brought that. He played the dickhead character really well, and yeah. I'm like, he usually plays a much more likable guy. I'm like, I think I heard he was a super nice guy in real life. Yo, though, too. everyone says he was. Just yeah, yeah. I'm like he seems like that kind of guy. Yeah, I, I love Paul Walker. He was great. Like, was he ever going to win an Oscar? No, but I'm like, you honestly, he definitely works. You, ne- you never know though. You ne- you do not. Colin Farrell almost won one this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So Colin Farrell stepped it up big time, big big time in the last. 10 years yeah did you see the lobster with him and rachel wise no no dude i don't love the film but i love his performance in it he was very good and obviously banshee's been a share and he was and look penguin penguin bro transformation like roles for him ever (laughs) yeah i'm like he just needs to stop being in all the like classic action movie remakes yeah like point break and total recall oh that's right that. he wasn't yeah oh well, well that was when like they wanted to force him to be a leading man and i think there's certain actors that work better either as like a co-star or a supporting actor supporting, yeah and and that's nothing about their talent i just think they shine more when they don't have to carry the weight yes. of the film on their back i think gary oldman's a prime example of oh that. yeah yeah he's like He's good when he's leading. Don't get me wrong, but he shines in his supporting roles. Yeah, yeah. He comes alive. Because you can focus more. Because you don't yeah. have the weight of the... You're not I mean, Atlas. Like, bro, he's he's probably my favorite Jim Gordon. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, I just felt like... Very, he he's like the most comic him. book. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. That's I felt like he embodied him the most. Like Now, I have to say, you didn't see Justice League. Who plays Jim in that? J.K. Simmons. Bro... You just have to Dude, see him. He's so good. You just have to see him as After I Gordon. watched him in Whiplash, I yeah. was convinced he can play any role. Incredible. I mean, he's obviously a great J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, he's yeah. he's the definitive. Because through the multiverse, he's J. Jonah Jameson. That's crazy. But he plays Gordon in Zack Snyder's you know, version of the DC universe. He is... So to, to Ben Affleck's Batman, he's Jim Gordon. Wow. 
might, I might have. So to he's watch older. This league next week. Yeah, cool. and if you do, believe it or not, it four and a half. It's it's four hours okay, and like bad. two minutes. That ain't bad. But I'm gonna say the most unpopular thing: the Joss Whedon like redo of Justice League. It's only like two hours. Isn't bad because it's the first time you see these guys together. That's a hot take. It is a hot take because everyone but, shits on that movie. But you know what? Like the same characters are good in that one that were good or that are good in Zack Snyder's version. Zack Snyder's version is more artistic and you get more story, so it's a better film. Does it, it have a Watchmen feel to it? Uh, it's PG thirteen, ain't it? Uh, it might be, but it kind of does in a way because it seems like. Zack Snyder was trying to do like the Injustice universe, yeah, and and so it was supposed to be darker, and it was supposed to be like almost more a reflection of our times if you think about it. I gotta watch so, it, bro. Yeah, because I like Snyder a lot, and, bro, and I a like, lot of great actors, believe it or not. Yeah, bro, and, and look, my he, man Jason Henry. Oh yeah, Ben, the uh, Ezra, the girl, Ezra, bro, the Gal girl who plays um Amy Adams. Oh, and Gal Gadot or Gadot. Yeah, However you pronounce it. She's nice, too. Yeah, she's actually a great actress. Amy Adams is... She is a great actress. Look, Diane Lane. Diane Lane. She is... She's been good forever, huh? Yeah. How old is she now? She's still looking pretty good. Yeah, and she's been acting for like 40 forever. plus years. Yeah, yeah. Like she but she was a teenager forever. when she started. Yeah, I'm like, she's been around so. forever. Yeah, I, yeah, I love Diane and, Lane. And in Batman vs. Superman, which you have to see first because it leads right into I it. I have to watch that first. Uh, I guess I'll watch look, Batman vs. Jesse Superman. Eisenberg is in it. That's right. He's Lex, huh? Yeah. I want to see what he brings to life. Yeah, he brings something that people hated, but something I think was needed. Mm. And and that's all I'm going to say because because of our modern times. Yeah. That's really what it is. All right. So, to, to coin a phrase from Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, sorry. We uh, yeah. didn't mean to get into DC there. Yeah, but yeah. But a multiverse. comic book multiverse <laughs> episode. Yeah. So, anyone watching this is probably, you're probably a fan of the other crap we're talking about, too. So, I'm yeah, sure it's yeah. not too bad. But, I overall, I, I absolutely adored this film, um, Across the Spider-Verse. Is there a grade higher than A? <laughs> that we right? Can I get S tier? Like a S, like a S, like a S class, like you know, like, like some, yeah, some. Is that like Criterion Collection like, or something? Yeah, or? Like, it might be. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a, a S tier. We could make that. Just so, like is the, this better than Into the Spider Verse? That's what I wanted to ask so, you, because that that's really maybe if if we're gonna like wrap it up, that might be a good way to wrap it up. So I I have to I can't make that decision till I see it again. Okay. Because to be fair. To across the spider verse i've seen into the spider verse more yeah so I, I know it through and through a lot more i know the, the all the little details like whereas after i watch across spider verse two two more times and i know it i might be like this is way better than into the spider yes yeah. whereas as it, as it stands right now i'm gonna say i like into the spider verse more just because i'm more familiar with it and it's it's a freaking masterpiece. And the oh, Spider-Verse yeah. is the best animated film to come out in 10 years. Yeah. Until possibly this. This is... Yes. This is if, this don't, if this don't win the Oscar for best animated feature, and I, and I know Elemental drops this year, and I'm very excited for that, but I'm telling you, Across the Spider-Verse is probably going to be better than Elemental. I was wondering if this film... Could actually win like best picture, even though it's animated. Because I know it I can think win it should best be animated. Yeah, because I it's think that it good. Should be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be one of the best movies of the year. It's gonna be in my top ten for sure. It's this year's everything everywhere it all is at this once. Year's everything. Yeah. And look at the money it's making, dude. Yeah. Like 
I didn't expect it to make this much this quickly. Because the first one was a hit, but it wasn't this much It wasn't much this hit. much of a hit. Well, now yeah. they, I think they were smart giving us some time to simmer. Yeah. I think they knew what they had on their hands. They're like, yo, let's give the... Let's let the they're like let's let COVID pass. Yeah, people gonna be at home. They're gonna see it more because that's yeah, that's true. I, You're I, right. People saw it because it was COVID. on Netflix. Yeah, it was like, on Netflix. Yes, and yes. People were like, yo, this movie is lit. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, when I saw it, I was just like, I I couldn't. I was so like, I usually always chirp and chat a little bit through films, but I was dead silent watching into the Spider-Verse for the first time. Yeah, and I was pretty much silent watching across the Spider-Verse too, just because I was just. Taking it all in, it's you gotta like you get lost in it, man. Yeah. And, like I just couldn't. It takes your attention a hundred percent, and like that's why I wanted to kill that guy because I'm like, <laughs> dude, you are really throwing me off from something that is jo- like I'm seeing moving art right before my eyes, and you're really like trying to like throw in your own version of it on me, and I just want to beat you down. Because that kid, I swear, if he would have been of age, I might have swung on him. Because I think he, he was probably like 17, you know. Yeah. But he was tall, man. He was like 6'3". Wow. Didn't matter, bro. I've chopped down trees bigger than you. <laughs> so, uh, But no, like, it's – this film, trying to describe it is hard. I can tell you what it's about, but trying to describe to you what you're going to experience. What you experience, experience. yes. Yeah, so I'm like yeah. trying to describe to you what – you're gonna experience. I really can't. It's something you got. It's like a Hodorowski film. I can't yeah. tell you how you're gonna feel. You gotta just yeah. get in the driver's seat for yourself. Yeah, because the aesthetics, the visceral nature yes. of it. Yes, that's the perfect yes. word for it. I'm yeah, like, the visceral nature is perfect because it's like it's everyone's. It's gonna invoke different feelings in every watcher because it hits on so many relatable themes. Yeah, and the way it's animated, it's gonna hit your emotions on certain aspects differently. It's yeah. just like with anything. There's films you watch with somebody; they might cry their eyes out, and you may think, "I don't even understand why this person is reacting that way." Yeah, but, but you don't know. But, yeah, because in this film is there's so much changing, but it all flows so well. It just it sends you on a roller coaster of emotions. One minute you're you're dying of laughter, and the next minute you're like scared. Like yeah. you're 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 feeling like your heart's racing. And like like I said, like the watching the last like 20, 30 minutes of this movie, bro, I was on the edge. Like I was yes. just like, bruh. Like, and, <laughs> and and you're upset when it ends because it doesn't feel like the the runtime doesn't feel you like don't it's feel that it runtime. You really don't. Because everything, like you said, it goes so smoothly and seamlessly through the roller coaster, that, and you're you feel like it ends at the top of a hill. It really does. It's it's crazy. <laughs> and you're like, what? And that's exactly what it does. It yeah. ends right there, and you're just like, yeah. bro, come on, let me let me go down, send me down, and I gotta say, I haven't been this excited for a sequel. In quite some time. Um, like, I can't wait for the next one. I cannot wait. And, like, I will watch this movie at least two or three more times, if not more, before the next one comes out. Because I've already seen Into the Spider-Verse quite a few times. Like, I want to watch it. <laughs> Just talking about it, I want to watch it. It's almost like, new every time you it, see it, it is, though. You notice stuff you don't notice before. Just yeah. like you're telling me about. I'm like, man, I've seen this movie like at least six times. And I still never noticed that. So I'm like, yeah. now I want to go watch both of them back to back. I can't yeah. wait to sit and just go four straight plus hours and smack them both back to back. Yeah. And I'm like, it's going to feel like one hour. And, and this one, like, 
references the other one so perfectly. It really does. It's great to see how the callbacks work and that they did yes. plan it out. Yes. That's yes. what I'm like. When I watched Into the Spider-Verse, I'm like, they definitely knew exactly what direction they were going to go in. They were manipulating us the whole time, and they I love really it. Were. They really were. <laughs> yeah. was like, and I just, oh, I just love the, just the portrayals of the villains. Like, the Green Goblin looks so cool in Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, my God. Doc Ock, like, being that chick. Oh, like, yeah, being the female yeah, version. Yeah, that was yeah. freaking dope. Like, man. Yeah. Guys, like, obviously, if you made it this far into this, you've seen these. And I yeah. hope you have. Because if you just watched this and you've never seen it, or if you just had no interest, it's like, do I want to? I'm highly, highly... Take your butt and see it in theater. Yeah. See that big screen. Even if you're not a superhero fan, because... This, this is a it, movie anyone can like. It's really about life and relationships and how... It's a coming-of-age story. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And everyone comes of age. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, and like, yeah, girls, so it's so relatable. Spider-Man's a hero pretty much everybody can get down with. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, most, like... I don't know too many people that don't like Spider. Most people are like, "Yo, yeah, I can get down with Spider Man." That's why No Way Home made so much money. Yeah. That's why this is making so much money. It's yeah. like Spider Man has already had a nice built-in fan base, and I'm like, dude, if you can stomach a Spider Man movie, you will stand up and clap for this. Because oh I'm telling you, this is this is a film anyone can get down with you can take your little girls you can take your little boys your teenage girls your teenage boys you could take your 80 year old granddad and he'd yeah. probably be like man i ain't never seen nothing like that yeah back in my day i remember when you know yeah. he was on reels you know yeah like, <laughs> yeah cigarette burns yeah, exactly yeah, he changed right? the reel, yeah, reel. <laughs> they're like yo so he's like this is some crazy you know it's, yeah it, it's 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 magical in every way guys and like yeah in my review, I gave it a soft nine, but like over time, was that hard? It's giving it a soft nine. <laughs> it was very hard giving it a soft nine. But what do you mean by soft nine? Like, I wanted to ask you that. So what I meant by soft nine is like, I do think it was great, and I think does that give it room to be higher? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's what okay. I'm like. I, I think right now it's soft, but as I grow with the film. It's probably going to change to a 10. Yeah. You know, because, like, I would probably, like, I would give Into the Spider-Verse a 10. Yeah. But it's only because I've had time to grow with it and really fall in love with it. And it's like, any film you watch that you enjoy more and more each time you watch it is a good film. It's yeah. a great film. Because every I time agree. I watch Into the Spider-Verse, it's like I've never seen it before in some parts. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you just get so stuck. Especially, like, the part when... Peter and Miles going, they're trying to steal the laptop, and he's going. That part sucks me in every yes. time. Like I've never seen it. And and he's and he starts humming that song. Yes, yes, yeah, it's so yes. Funny. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and he's in there, and she sees Peter with the sweatpants. She's like, oh, you and he's like, hey. and She pulls his mask off, and I'm like, yeah, she's so funny, man. But he's like, hey, I didn't see you there or something. What he says something crazy like that. Yep. Like so. Trying to be casual. Yeah, he tries to be. He's trying to be smooth. Too. <laughs> yes. He's like watching me at work. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Watch how I operate. Like, yeah. I mean, it was kind of working, but uh, so overall, I'm gonna. We do letter grades on the show, so I'm gonna go ahead and give it. I'm gonna give it a solid A. Okay. And it's got room to be an A plus, which it probably will be, because the more and more I think about it, the more and more I'm like, God, I can't wait to watch it again. And and also, I think once the third one comes out, Beyond the Spider Verse. We'll be able to see 
contextualize yeah yeah because yeah. once you see how it ends you'll be able to contextualize how it was set up yep. just like seeing this one it's like it oh it's in the spider-verse better, better. yeah yeah yeah. Like, it's crazy. yeah so beyond might make this one even better yes that's what i'm like and this man, one's incredible to begin with it is like man so so what's your what's your yeah. give us your uh thoughts and perspective and your overall i would say i would say an a or an a plus just because of how it it did make the first one better and what it sets up because there's so many possibilities and knowing what happened in the original ultimate comics i have some theories that i'm not going to go into just in case i'm right which would be terrible we'll we'll talk about that in into the spider verse three yeah yeah but like i i'm excited because they can literally go anywhere but now it's going to be like Remember Return of the Jedi? They had to rescue Han. Yes, that's exactly that's what. That's about to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles. Yeah. yeah. So the the team is together. They have to do what they can to rescue Miles from this universe that has no Spider Man. Yep, and it looks dark and grim. So how universe. is it going to change that universe? I think that's the one question I have. Once, because now one Spider Man is there, and it's changed slightly. Obviously, just because he's there. So when four or five other ones show up, how is it going to change yeah, it after that? Like we ain't even used to one. Yeah, because usually each universe, is like, well, at least you know we got one of these weirdos. Yeah, yeah. Around, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I think that's what I'm interested in, like, because the villains are there. Yeah. So if the villains now have someone to stop them or a team to stop them, it might be Do an even bigger film than we universe, think, right? Like, yeah, is this the destruction of a universe which could set off an insane chain of events? Yeah, like, and can Miles exist with Miles there? Yeah, does he have to kill himself yeah. to save himself? Yeah, because even though it's the DNA of the spider, like he's he isn't supposed to be there. Yeah, that spider was, but not him because he's already there. So I think he's got to kill himself to save himself. Yeah, it's it almost may- like Luke had to kill Vader. A little yeah, bit. and maybe the Prowler version of Miles knows that. Yeah, in in a way, and that's why he's got him chained to a damn speed bag. Yeah, yeah. Instead of treating him like, hey, twin. But now remember, in Into the Spider Verse, what did Peter B. Parker tell him when he had him chained to the speed bag? It's for your own good. No, no, because remember, Miles chained Peter to the speed bag, and, oh, he, and yeah, he's like, yeah, always watch the hands. Always watch the hands. Yeah, so that's that might right. be how Peter gets out of it. Yeah, or, I mean oh, Miles. Miles. I'm yeah. sorry. Peter did get out of it that way. The other Peter, oh, no, man. but Miles. Miles is scared as hell right now. Oh, he is because he's and looking he's at super himself. Confused and uh, yeah, yeah, he's just like, bro, my uncle's here. I'm here. I don't know. Because he might not have put it together about the spider yet. He 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 couldn't have. Yeah, it's the the fly situation. This is mm. yeah. You know what? Yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. Yeah, here. sorry, we could, we could we could talk, talk for about a while this for another two hours, guys. But yeah, you know, if you're watching this, I'm sure you're into this stuff too. So. Guys, we hope you enjoyed. I'm Dom. I'm Jamie. And we'll be back.